Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, how, how we how we feeling this week, man? It's a big week for you. Uh, good. It was good. Good week. You know, uh, my Yankees are playing well. Stanton's hitting the ball at Mike Trout numbers right now. It's uh, it's fun stuff to watch. I mean, Chris, I was referring to someone made a someone made a debut today on on the Couch Guy Sports website today. Uh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris, it's about damn time you, you wrote something uh, for us. Yeah, you know, uh, obviously everyone knows I'm a Ranger fan, so I had a lot of thoughts on the Rangers, so I decided to text Big Al and say, hey, you know, just want to write something down, you know, see, see what I could come up with. And I, I felt like I came up with a nice little article about what happened. You did. You um, you popped off. <laughs> Not gonna lie, like I read it and I was like, "Wow!" Like I already knew you were mad. Like I already knew you were you were pissed off. Yeah, well, I text I texted you immediately and freaked out. I was like, "Oh my!" Like we'll we'll get into it when we talk NHL, but definitely. Holy God, you were mad. <laughs> yeah, not too that, pleased, but I'm trying to look at the positives of it as well. There's some good positives coming out of it. Yeah, I mean. Hey, at least the season's over, right? Yeah, pressure's on. You know they got to make the playoffs. Simple as that. The pre- obviously the pressure's on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Chris, I guess we'll we'll jump into it. Uh, what am I loving today? So what I'm loving today is uh, I was going to go back to my Yankees. Uh, the last two games, the Yankees have won in uh, walk-off fashions. So um, it's great to see this team finally playing to their potential, although they haven't played. Um, great teams you know these are the games you got to take care of are the teams that shouldn't be in the same um spare as you you know Nats are a good team actually so that was a good series win and uh we got a big three game series with the Rays coming up as we're both tied for second place right now right behind the Sox so we got to take right behind who right behind the Sox yeah who so uh the Sox one more wait hang on one more time one more time no you're not gonna get that for me (laughs) But, uh, like I said, you know, we're a couple games behind them, and uh, we've struggled recently against the Rays, so this is a big series, you know. Wait, who, are Rays, you couple, who are you a couple of games behind again? Yan- Yankees-Rays is becoming a big rivalry. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to take care of business and continue to stay hot. Because you need to keep up with who? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, you don't want to admit it. Wow, what a salty yeah. Yankees fan we have here. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm loving today, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a different route, as usual. You know, you you always pick something about like the Rangers, Yankees, that other crappy team you root for in New York. Um, <laughs> but for me, I'm actually going the NFL from what I'm loving today. I don't know if you saw this, Chris, but DK Metcalf yesterday. I saw uh, that wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks should have been with the Patriots, but we'll get that's a thing for another day. He uh he competed in I forget what in some track event this weekend. Um he's a fast dude, very fast. He's not as fast as the track guys, but I think it's just cool to see athletes do something else that you're not used to seeing them do. Like obviously we're all used to seeing DK Metcalf out on the football field making these absolutely ridiculous catches or running down players like Buda Baker. Um he he uh, ran in the 100 meters this weekend. I think it was an Olympic qual- an, an Olympic qualifier. 
and he ran 100 meters and 10.36 seconds. Um, came in last place in the heat that he ran in. But that's not the point. The point is he did something. He went out there and did something different. And me personally, I don't know about you. I love seeing this kind of stuff. I, yeah, I, it was I, cool don't, I don't know about you, but. Yeah, he's a pretty cool. He's a pretty likable guy throughout the NFL. And it was cool to see him just like take his athletic, athletics, his athletic ability and uh, put it something different. Pretty cool to watch. Yeah, the word with the, the word was athleticism. <laughs> that you were Long day, long day today. No, I know, I know. You, you and I had a long day, had a long day at work today. Um, so let's just jump into it with uh with the little Red Sox update. I'll kick things off today. They're still kicking some serious ass. Um, they were the first team in the MLB this year to reach twenty wins. Um, going into the season, they had very little. Everyone, I think, just about everyone, me included, Chris. Um. No one was expect. No one ex- was expecting this from the Red Sox. This is completely unexpected. Um, be honest, Chris. Did you even think they were going to reach twenty wins by 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 the end of May? Definitely didn't expect a hot start. I did. I did say in our predictions that I thought they would be a lot better than some people thought. I think I had them finishing third in the division. But uh, yeah, you know they're they're playing good baseball. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Denver's is looking good. Dalbuck finally. Finally hit a freaking ball. Yeah. Finally. It took him took him a little bit. He was unsure if he wanted to hit one for a while. Yeah. Finally did. Um, and it, it, it was great. Uh, just to catch you up on some of the scores that the Red Sox have put up. Uh, where do I feel like starting? Let's go over the month of May in general. Um, they be- Well, no, let's start after the Rangers. Um, the ti- so they beat the Tigers 11-7 on Star Wars night. Uh, fun fact about that, actually, that's the, that's that's the night back in twenty sixteen or seventeen. I can't remember. I think it was twenty seventeen that I met Wally the Green Monster for the first time yeah. on a on a curry up and go trip. Of all things, remember those back when we were in school, Chris. Uh, good, good old times. <laughs> good old times. <laughs> um, and then they lost to the Tigers following night six to five. They beat them twelve nine. Um, and then, and then they're in a four game series right now with the Orioles. They've won the first three. Um, they've just been straight up dominant once again. Um, Devers looks good. Uh, JD looks good. Everyone looks good. No, no one really looks bad except for Dalba. He's the only one that's looked bad. That's about it. Um, this is, you can't complain with what you're seeing from the Red Sox right now. Uh, coming up for them. Um, they're finishing up with the Orioles tonight. And then they're welcoming Oakland for three. And then they got the Angels for three. And then they're on the road to wherever the Blue Jays will be playing. I don't know if they're in Florida or Buffalo at that point. Uh, and, then, and then they're on the road for a little bit after that. But, again, hot, just a hot start and you love to see it. Except for Chris because he's a Yankee fan. But, you know. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good to see you guys good again. You know, that's part of the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry. We want that back for sure. Exactly. And it doesn't it doesn't feel like the AL East if those two teams aren't competing to uh, for first place. Exactly. You know, and, we uh, want those games to be meaningful and chippy, and we want that rivalry back. Well, I mean, you guys have another issue. You guys have another rivalry. You just went we over do. with the uh, we do. with the Astros. Oh my god! Oh, that was, too. But <laughs> we also have one with the Rays currently too. A lot of bad yeah. blood. A lot of bad blood this year, but uh, what's going on? What's going on with the uh, with the Yanks? 
Anything good? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, no, no. The Yanks are, are improving. You know, um, like I said, um, they've been hot. They won their last four series. Uh, they're back to above 500, tied for second place right now. And like I said, um, we're back to um, playing like the Yankees that I expected at the beginning of the season. Um, Aaron Judge has been in a slump, but um, hopefully he breaks out of it soon. But, you know, my man John Carlos Stan, Yankee fans are so hard on this guy. And as I, as I understand, you know, we're paying him a lot of money and, you know, he hasn't been healthy the last two years. But, you know, people forget about when this guy played a full season for us, his first season over, he had 25 home runs, 100 ribbies. And uh, he's he had a 12-game hitting streak, streak where he was just dominant. And he has been one of the more dominant hitters in baseball of lately. And it's great to see him locked in. And uh, he's the glue to this team at batting in the second home right now. And uh, pitching, biggest thing for us, pitching is, has, has got us – a lot of these wins, you know, the bullpen's holding up. We're getting better third pitching. Kluber, two good pitch, uh, two good starts in a row. Dominican Herman, his last four starts have been great. After two rough starts to start the year, Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole. Dominant as always. Um, Jordan Montgomery, big lefty out of our only lefty pitcher, um, solid. Um, still giving us five, six good innings a game. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Big series versus the Rays and uh, just taking it game by game. You know, I'm still not happy with the hitting. They're still not hitting to their full potential. But um, uh, some guys are starting to break out. You know, DJ LeMayo's average is starting to get back up to where it usually is in the 300s. Uh, we're still waiting on Clint Frazier or left field in general to get going. Um, Aaron Hicks finally starting to hit the ball. Thank the freaking Lord. But, uh, yeah, that's where the Yankees are at right now. So, how do you feel about um about the series that you guys just had with the Astros? Because that, that, that was a lot to take in right there, especially that first game. That was quite that was quite the uh, quite the game, and I bet a lot of people probably watched that game just because everyone wanted to see how the Yankee fans would react. And great. oh man, you guys you guys showed up. It was great, y'all. Yankee fans brought it. It's gonna be like that every single time they come to the stadium for now. And uh, they deserve everything they get, you know. Simple as that, in my opinion. And, so, uh, and it was it was great to win the series. We should have swept them. We blew that last game, but it was great to take two out of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Correa, Jose, Jose Altuve, and uh, what, what the hell is his other name? Bregman. Bregman. I hate Bregman. They all <laughs> didn't. They all didn't do too great. So it was great to see. I mean, other than that home run that Bregman hit, I don't think he really did anything in the series. No. Um, so what do you think about when the Yankees go to Houston? What do you think that would be like? Who knows? Houston fans are weird people, in my opinion. <laughs> um, they, they refer a bunch of cheaters. Uh, they don't, they don't care about baseball as, as much as New Yorkers and Boston do about our team. Um, <laughs> no, they I really think, don't. I think, our, I think our love for sport is just at a whole nother level. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that, but, uh, it, elsewhere in the MLB, uh, John Means with the Baltimore Orioles threw a no hitter. Uh, he's he's definitely the ace of this team. Um, his first ever complete game was a no hitter, so that means he can never throw another complete game, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and not and not only that, but Wade Miley of the uh, Cincinnati Reds, he also threw threw a no hitter the other night. Uh, so we're up to four no hitters this year. That's a lot. It's, it's it's great to see, you know. 
a lot more than we used to see at this time of year. No, and like I don't know about you, Chris. I mean, when I watch baseball, you know, I do want action. Like I do want some, you know, not like high offensive, like sixteen, fifteen games, anything like that. But something like a seven to six, seven five. That's what I want to see. Every once in a while, though, if there's like a pitcher duel going on, like that's cool to see. But obviously, if there's a no hitter going on, you got to respect it, and you cannot jinx an online. Those are the rules. Those are right, Chris. Those are the rules. Yeah, you can't you can't jinx can't jinx a no hitter once it's going. No, but, you um, can't talk about it when it when it's happening. You got to no, keep quiet. No, it's you, an unwritten rule. Yeah, like you, you like you're not really even supposed to think about it. But you can think about it. Just don't say your thoughts out loud. Yeah. Um, and then elsewhere in the MLB, uh, the other team in New York, the Mets, uh, their star pitcher and one of the best pitchers in baseball, if not the best pitcher in baseball, Jacob Degrom. He's got some early season injuries going on. He missed his last start within a within a. Uh, Oh man, now I can't talk. An oblique injury, um, and then he left yesterday's game uh, with uh, side with side t- uh, tightness. Yeah, they Had... brought him on the. Uh, he's on the IL officially. I just saw that today. Yeah, I just I, I just pulled it right out. His MRI was clean, but they're gonna put him on the IL anyways. Um, we'll see what happens with that. But just concerning if Degrom's already dealing with injuries, and we're only in May for the Mets. Yeah, they need him. They definitely need him. Um, Hidden has been a huge issue for the Mets. They're still two or three games, I believe, over 500, but that whole division is a mess right now, and it's going to be interesting to see how that division plays out. A lot of teams either two games above 500 or a couple of teams are, like, right below it. Mm-hmm. It's a crapshoot in that division right now. Yeah. Speaking of crapshoots, let's go to the NHL. Um, we got a here. Here it is, everyone. We've all been waiting for this. The final Sharks update of the season. Um, this hurts. That hurt to say. Um, the final game is going to be this Wednesday against Vegas. Sharks have one final chance to not get swept by Vegas. They're probably going to get their ass kicked again. Uh, they ended their their four their three or four game losing streak. Uh, when they beat the Avalanche the other night. Now they're on another two-game losing streak after getting swept by Arizona. This was obviously not the season for San Jose. Uh, a lot of things need to happen in the offseason. For one, I think Doug Wilson needs to go. Not a great GM. Get him out of there. I get that the Sharks are a rebuilding organization, but the man literally did nothing in free agency to improve the team. Just He did nothing. Do I think Bob Booner is a bad coach? No, because the team that he has, not that great. So I, I think that I think this is going to be a very important offseason for the Sharks. They need to get a new G- GM, and they need to bring in they need to bring in some players that can seriously help out with this organization. Otherwise, it's going to be another long season next year. Yeah, um, full season too. Full season too. <laughs> uh, big question. Another big question for San Jose heading into the offseason is what's going to happen with Marlowe? He signed a one-year deal, uh, so he's going to be a free agent. Rumors are flying that he wants to come back again. Me, personally, I do not want to see him on this team. Stop giving him money. He's not that good anymore. He's not the player that he was back in the 2000s. Um, let, let the man retire and let him go elsewhere. That simple. Don't trade for him. Don't do anything for him. And for the love of God, get a goalie that is better than Martin Jones. 
That's all, I, that's all I that's all I gotta say. Shark um, fans love Martin Jones. I like him when he's good. When he actually yeah. shows up. It's not that often, but when he does, it's nice. But yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, it's all you hope for. You know, at least I don't have to stress during well, I do have to stress a little bit during the playoffs. We'll we'll go over that in a second, but uh, maybe next year they'll make it. I don't know. What about the Rangers and 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 your final New York Rangers update for the season, Chris? Yeah, so the Rangers finished the season on a high note after th- uh, four tough losses in a row. Um, they were depleted with injuries after the whole Tom Wilson incident and everything, suspensions and stuff like that. They ended up winning a five four in Boston, closing the year with a win, which was nice to see. And but uh, like Matt said, I wrote an article for Cow Sky Sports about the firings of the famous James Dolan who uh, shocked Rangers world as fans where he fired uh, John Davison, well-respected president of the New York Rangers and um, our longtime GM, Jeff Gordon, who has done, um, they both have done a great job with this rebuild since they sent out that letter. So uh, as Ranger fans, we were not, I I know I wasn't too pleased about this, but uh, you know, like I said earlier, the pressure's on, obviously they got to win now, you know, they're going to add a couple pieces this offseason. Um, the team's going to be twerked a little bit, but we still got a lot of young talent. Uh, we'll find out this week what David Quinn's future holds. Um, still up in the air. Will he still be the coach? Um, I don't think he's coming back. Um, I don't mind if he comes back. I think he still deserves one more year at this at a crack at this team. But uh, being that the GM and the, our president got fired, I don't think Quinn stands a chance. Exit meetings were today on Monday, so we'll find out more later this week on uh, what his future holds. And uh, our new um, GM and president is Chris Jury. So, like I said, I wasn't too happy, but I am happy Chris Jury takes over. It's not someone random. Chris Jury has been in this organization organization a long time. Former Ranger captain. Um, he was player development at one point. Then he moved to assistant GM. Now he's the GM and president. So, obviously, James Dolan and Glenn Sather, who his advisor for the Rangers, former president, um, think highly of Drury. And uh, he's off to a good start. Today at XC meetings, we found out that they uh, extended our defenseman, Ryan Ling- Lingram, to a three-year extension, three mil a year. Great deal for a great player who plays um, top two minutes as defenseman with Adam Fox. So, he's off to a good start, but he's got a lot of work ahead of him. We got cap space to spend, and um, the pressure's on them. We, we got to win now, so it's going to be quite an off season for the Rangers and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And for the Bruins, um, this is not the end that we're going to be hearing about them. They are heading to the playoffs, as we talked about last week. Uh, they got two games left on the season. It's against the Islanders tonight, and then tomorrow night against the Capitals. Uh, we'll see if they can live through that game. Uh, with you know Tom Wil- you know I'm sure Bruins fans could be all over Tom Wilson online that night just because screw Tom Wilson, but uh, the Bruins seating playoff seating can be determined tonight versus the Islanders. Uh, they basically whoever wins this game is going to get the three seed, and whoever loses is going to get the four seed. Simple as that. Um, just another small update too in NHL. I don't know if you if you read anything about the um, Jack Eichel um, exit interview today, Matt. Did you see anything about have- that? I haven't because I've been where I was. I haven't yeah. been on my phone all day. What the only Supposed- thing I saw was that like he wanted to get surgery 
on his herniated disc and like the Sabres wouldn't allow him. That's all I saw. Yeah, supposedly he's not happy with the way the Sabres are treating his injury. And uh he basically said uh he didn't really say like I got he said I gotta see what's going on this offseason wherever I play. So you know he went from last year saying like Buffalo is where I wanna be to wherever I play, I, I think he's he's gonna get traded. Yeah, he's probably gonna request a trade because Sabres yeah. aren't going anywhere. Yeah, uh, so he, he seems very dis, 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 disappointed in the Sabres organization in the interview. I mean, look and at Taylor, look at, look at Taylor Hall. He was not playing that great in Buffalo. Gets traded to Boston, he's playing phenomenal. It just shows the Sabres are not that good of an organization. Um, just in, yeah, I mean, Buffalo fans, time, they're going to continue to suffer watching the Sabres. Hate to break it, yeah. but that team is not going to be good for another ten years. I'm going to guess. Yeah, they need, they need a like they need a lot of help. They need so much help. It's not even yeah. funny. Um, but the playoffs are, are approaching, Chris. Yes, we're going to have great playoff coverage coming your we way. We are. We are. Go- we are going to go. We're going to go all out. Um, I guess. I'll, I guess I'll talk about this now because I know we're going to jump in the NBA in a second too because they got their playoffs coming up too. For like the next, I want to say month, maybe month, month and a half. It's just gonna. It's mainly gonna be NHL and the NBA. We'll throw in some Red Sox, Yankee stuff, and then if anything major in the NFL happens, we'll talk about that too. But for the most part, we're gonna be talking about the NHL and the NBA. Some episodes might just be dedicated to to the NHL. Some might just be dedicated to the NBA. Um. We're gonna have a lot of fun with this. You know, we we want to we want to bring you the uh the some top some top coverage here. We're gonna challenge ourselves here, Chris. Because yeah, I know you you and I like to mess around, and be like, oh, this guy sucks, or this team sucks, or this team is good. But now, like we're 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 gonna get into the nitty gritty. We're gonna bring we're gonna bring the best that we can here because it's playoff time. Um, playoff hockey, in my opinion, is some of the best hockey in the world. And I love it. I know you love it too, Chris. And we want to give it's we want to give it justice and talk about as much of it as possible, or all of it, really. So we're gonna have some fun with that. Uh, same with the NBA too. Playoff basketball yeah. is just around. Next the week we'll give our predictions for the Stanley Cup playoffs. We definitely will. So next next week you're not, you're you're not gonna want to miss it. Next week, uh, we're it's gonna next week you're gonna see what we're all about, basically, right, Chris? Like this was just the warm up. Yes, but now now we're ready to roll. <laughs> let's um, <laughs> let's jump in. Let's jump in the NBA. Uh, the Celtics they really want to play in that play-in tournament, man. They really like they, they really want to. Um, they dropped uh last I think it was last night or night before to Miami. Um, they were down by twenty at one point. They ended up losing by six or eight. I forget what it was, but this team I just don't get it. You have Kemba Walker. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, Peyton Pritchard has been pretty good this year, and Neesmith continues to get better. Uh, Tristan Thompson, he's he's a player. Um, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Do you get it, Chris? They are a tough team to watch. They're they're so inconsistent. They just love to get blown out in like the first half, and then. Mm-hmm. Make these comebacks where they fall like four point shy of like another comeback win. Mm-hmm. They play Miami uh, Tuesday night. 
Got to win that game. They got to win that game if they want if they want to have a chance of avoiding the play-in tournament. Um, if they lose to Miami, they are guaranteed play-in tournament. And I'm going to be honest with you, Chris. If I don't we like get, our chances. If we get paired up with, I don't like our chances either. If we get paired up against Washington, we're done. I know Bradley Beal's out with an injury right now, but we're done if we get paired up against them. If we get paired up against Indiana, maybe we can beat them. I don't think we can beat Washington, though. This team is going to have to address many things in the offseason. And plus, you got to worry about Charlotte, too, because Charlotte's in there, too. Yeah, another good team. So, it's just – it's it's going to – it's it's just not – it's – the end of a it, painful Celtics season is probably yeah, coming Yeah, it's been soon. painful. It's been a tough season to watch. No, Chris. Uh, is... e- even if we win that, we're going to see. We're just gonna, we're just going to get blown out by Philly or blown or just blown out by Brooklyn. That's how it's going to work. Yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah. Now, Chris, assuming that in the East right now, the 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 seeds end up holding as where they are, where it's Boston, Charlotte, Washington, Indiana. Who who do you have winning? Who do you have being the seventh seed, and who do you have being the eighth seed? Uh, I would say we're going to probably be the seventh seed. Okay. So, and I, I like I think Charlotte could get that eighth seed. So you wouldn't even have Washington win the playing tournament. No, I think Charlotte just got a little bit more talent. Like you say, we don't know about this Bradley Beal injury stuff. That's true. To, for me, I feel like it's either going to be Charlotte or Washington that end up winning the playing tournament. Um, and then I, it honestly could be Washington and Charlotte end up getting the seventh and eighth seed. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if that's the way it is, just because I have no faith in the Celtics. I have no faith in the Pacers who are on the verge of firing their, firing their head coach. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just depressed talking about the Celtics just because it's like they have so much talent and they can't get it done. Yeah. I just, I just don't get it. But, um, Speaking of the playing tournament in the West right now, the Lake the Lakers Lakers they're the defending champion. Um, they look like they could potentially be in it. Um, last night they had Anthony Davis for real, for real. He's he's been back, but like he really showed up last night. Uh, Anthony Davis absolutely popped off. He had an Anthony Davis like night for the for the Lakers and. Who 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 knows what's who knows what's gonna happen in the West? But I have a question for you, Chris. Too, I have another. I have another fun one for you. Let me hear it. So we're. I'm. I'm gonna ask the exact same thing that I just asked you about the East, but uh, for the West, uh, I'll pull up the. I'll pull up the standings right now for you, just so you have an idea of what we're looking at here. In the West, right now, so it would be. Okay, we don't want to show the East or the West. Here we go. So in the West right now, it's the Lakers at seven, the Warriors at eight, the Grizzlies at nine, the Pel- the the Spurs at ten. But the Pelicans are, you know, they're right there. They're trailing right now. They could potentially be in there. And then also the Lakers could jump the Blazers. Um, yeah, so I think the Lakers will jump the Blazers by the end okay. of the season. And then I think the Bla- the Blazers will be the seven seed. Mm-hmm. And uh, who I forget who would you say was the eight? Right so eight? so after so from eight down from eight to eleven because that's realistically who could probably make it. 
It's the Warriors, Grizzlies, Spurs, Pelicans. One of those I'm four gonna, teams. I'm going to root for the Warriors. I'm going to go with Warriors here. I'm I am too. Curry as an AC. I am too. And That'd be cool. It'd be interesting to see if Golden State can make a little bit of a run as an eight seed. Um, they'd be paired up against the uh, Utah Jazz if they get the eight seed. And I honestly think they could give the Jazz a series if they became the eighth seed. Uh, Steph, in my opinion, right now, it's between him and Jokic for MVP right now. Um, yeah. I'd give it to Jokic, but not by much. Um, Steph is right there. Steph's been playing unbelievable lately. And I, I think if he's, if he's in the playoffs, he turns into obviously a completely different player. And that's where that, that's where you don't want to run into Steph and the Warriors, in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, like you say, I think Steph as an AC would just be great TV. And I think he'll still keep them competitive in some games, no matter who they match up with. Yeah, I like that. And let's jump into the NFL to wrap everything up for today. Uh, Tim Tebow is allegedly going to be back in the NFL, Chris. Can you believe that? Unreal. Unreal. He is going about, to be It's a... about time he gave up on his baseball career. <laughs> I mean, he retired a few years ago to be a, I think to be an analyst for the for college football, but he is going to be back in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end. What? Yeah, wow. Wow <laughs> is the first word that you think of. Wow. Wowzers. Like, like would you I would not expect to hear that that Tim Tebow would be a tight end in the National Football League for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It could be potentially catching passes I'm, I'm very from Trevor intrigued. Lawrence if he makes the team. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna give I, him, I'm they're, pumped. Let's see what happens. They're going to give him a one-year deal. It's like a prove-it kind of thing. Or a one-year, like, make a wish. Not make a wish. That's terrible. Below league minimum. Yeah, basically veteran, veteran minimum, basically. Um, you know, like, hey – Here's here's another chance for you to go play football, have fun. Um, that's basically it right there. That's pretty cool. Um, Eric Fisher, offensive tackle, he's gonna go to Indy. He got signed to Indy today. Uh, he's dealing. I think he. I think it's an ACL or an Achilles injury. I forget what. I forget what it is. Um, but once he's ready to roll, it's more offensive line protection for Carson Wentz. You and I both know he needs so much of that in order to be a good quarterback. He does. Um. Will Aaron Rodgers get traded? That's kind of like the big question going around going around. I'm kind of sick. Right I'm kind of sick of hearing about it. To be honest, I am too. Like it's like ESPN every day. When, when it happens, it happens. If it, it's not going to happen this year, in my opinion, it's going to happen in the following offseason. I don't. I don't think it happens this year. I think he's in Green Bay for one more year. I agree. Then, then, then he'll either just retire out of pity, or he'll just or not out of pity, out of spite, or no, he or he'll actually. If you look at the numbers too. They're not, they're not going to logically – it doesn't make sense to trade him this year because they would still owe him a shit ton of money Yeah. when you look at the numbers and all that. So, mm-hmm. after next year, he's not really guaranteed as much, and he's going to want a contract extension. So, with yeah. one year left on this deal, they're going to try to get as much as they can for him. So, that's why exactly. next offseason before the draft, it makes the most sense. Exactly. So, that's that's something to keep kind of an eye on. We'll see if anything happens with Rodgers. I doubt it will. And then this Wednesday – we got we got another we got another event going on in the NFL. The schedule release for the 2021-2022 season. Already rumors are flying this week. Leaks are flying and all that stuff. The Long rumor the, the rumor that is getting the most traction right now 
is that opening night is going to be Buffalo at Tampa. Um, you know, that's when they really, that's when they reveal the Super Bowl banner and do, do, you know, all that stuff in Tampa. And then Tampa at New England on Thanksgiving night. The, those two games right now are getting the most traction, a lot of reporting on it. That'd be great. Thanksgiving well, night. That would be a fantastic Thanksgiving game. A little, little, little chill in the New England area. Yeah, basically. That absolutely ruins my chances of going to that game, though. I will say that, but, you know, yeah. I would love it. I would love it, you know. You're ha- you're in a food coma. You're thinking about going to go get some apple pie or whatever. And there you have it. Tom Brady and the Bucks versus quarterback and the Patriots because who knows what the quarterback is going to be by at that point in the season. But, Chris, we made it. We made it to the end. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. And remember to check out CouchGuysports.com for the latest sports and entertainment articles and podcasts. Chris, article this week. I got some fun ones coming out this week. It's going to be a good time on the website. So, again, CouchGuysports.com for the latest sports and entertainment articles and podcasts. And as always, remember to wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, and call out all the cans. And we will see you guys next week.